All right, News Talk 1110-993 WBT. We want to welcome to the program Mark Walker. He's a former congressman from North Carolina, and he is running for U.S. Senate now. Uh, congressman or former congressman, well, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Pete, we're doing great. Thanks. Thanks for uh, allowing us to come on with you today. Certainly. Absolutely. So um, do you still, is that the deal, like you still get called congressman even though you're not in Congress any longer? Like how long does that last? Do you know? Well, it depends if you ask my wife or not. She doesn't That's... refer to me in any titles, but uh, I think the proper <laughs> protocol is once you've served there, I, I do think people still use the title. But but most people, I'm a grassroots guy. Mark is fine. Okay. I think sometimes I think people like to use the title because it makes it sound like I know someone in Congress by saying the title and other people hear me say it. Uh, all right. So uh, you're actually going to be uh, doing an event in uh, Charlotte coming up. I want to ask you a couple questions about like, namely, it's going to be at Bank of America Stadium. So you've, you've got enough space for it, sounds like. <laughs> yes, we we are <laughs> delighted. I uh, really feel privileged to be Coach Tony Dungy, the Hall of Fame football coach, were his first ever U.S. Senate endorsement, and he felt like with our conservative background and, and the ability to reach multiple communities, it's something that he wanted to come out public and do. And they have a kind of a banquet hall. We're not <laughs> we're not quite filling oh. the stadium. We're not we're not at that level. No, we're not uh, like we're Rolling Stones. Not like the yeah, Rolling Stones tickets, like that kind of thing. Not, not, not at all. I don't want to appear to be, but we are, we are delighted to welcome Coach uh, Tony Dungy to Charlotte, and certainly grateful to be endorsed by him. So I got to ask, how did, you, how did you swing that? Because I think I spoke with you when you initially launched your campaign, and you had just a whole slew of endorsements. Uh, so how did you? I mean, and like you mentioned, right? Dungy doesn't do this, as far as I knew. So how did you get? How did you get this? Well, I think our relationship started. I was per caucus uh, chairman of the uh, of the U.S. House, um, and I uh, I enjoyed that. But one of the things when COVID happened, uh, Nancy Pelosi shut down a lot of meetings. So what I would do is I would do these Zoom meetings with different speakers and different guest artists from C.C. Winans to Michael W. Smith, John Maxwell, Tony Dungy. And they were delighted to come in and do these Zoom conferences, kind of a devotion time and prayer and some special music by these artists. And that's really how I cultivated the relationship. And the more that we talked and the more that he saw people endorsing me, like Senator Tim Scott and Clarence Henderson and a lot of different people, conservatives from the different communities, uh, we just kind of merged and uh, flew down to Tampa a few weeks ago and we sealed the deal and uh, glad to have him coming to Charlotte. I also appreciate that you did not call it Tampa Bay. You went to Tampa. That's a common uh, people call it Tampa Bay for some reason. It's but the city they is do. Tampa. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> that's when I guess that's when you know the the culture of football has completely taken over. Like it's even supplanting geographical names. Um, so this is pretty wild. So what uh, what's the event going to be like? Are folks going to be able to like I don't know like talk to Tony Dungy or anything? Well, but yeah. I mean, we I mean we got uh, it certainly building around a fundraiser. We're doing some things there, but we're opening it up, and he'll speak to the entire crowd around six thirty. If people want more information, they can certainly go to our website, uh, Walker the number four nc dot com, Walker for nc dot com, and they can get more information and even sign up to join us if they would like. Uh, so let me uh, shift gears. You mentioned funding, and so um, obviously you're paying attention to what's going on with the uh, the debt fight going on. By the way, I'm not sure. I haven't checked within the last ten minutes. I'm not sure if Joe Manchin has been asked whether he has changed his position on uh, the debt, <laughs> the debt limits yet. So what's your let me just ask, uh, General, what's your what's your read on the situation? Uh, obviously, there's the fiscal side of it, but there's also this political wrangling side, which is just as important, right? The strategy. 
Yes, no, yeah, great question. And as far as Joe Manchin, I, I know uh, Joe Manchin, and I look, I think he's a nice guy, but I certainly wouldn't put my confidence in trusting whether he's going to hold the line on some of this. Uh, certainly uh, very powerful right now, kind of being that 50th in Kirsten Cinema. But as far as specifically the heart of your question, the debt limit, you know, I think Joe Biden, I just heard a quick sound bite of coming back from Pinehurst meeting with the Republican women. I heard just enough for him to kind of show his level of competence and try to convince the American people, hey, this money is for past due stuff, not all the, not all the spending I'm getting ready to drop on your head. <laughs> I, I, I think it's problematic both in the PR aspect but also politically. Every time that we come to this place, the reason that I voted against the debt limit is the same argument every time. Oh, you got to vote for this because this is about, you know, keeping our credit rating and paying bills that are past due. Well, what in God's name are you going to do to, to change the agenda, to change the course? And that's one of the reasons that we're trying to take that same fiscal responsibility. The reason why I voted against the omnibus, the re- reason that I voted against the spending bill, the reason I was even willing to call out our two U.S. senators I was the only Senate candidate that went public calling them out on this fake infrastructure bill. This is what we need in both the U.S. House and the Senate to get our fiscal house in order. The American dream, Pete, for our children, grandchildren, is going through this contraction process, and I worry what we're leaving for our children. What do you think of, and do you know the details behind the penny plan? Do you know about that? And I'm not well-versed in it. I've heard of it. Do you know anything yeah, about I'm it? Do you familiar, like it? I'm very familiar with it. My, my, when I served as, I chaired the largest caucus in Congress, Republican Study Committee. One of the people on my executive team was Marsha Blackburn. And this is something that she was trying to drive through. She got it to the House floor twice. Once it received 140 votes, and the other time it received 150 votes. The only problem with that is that 75 to 80 members voted against it. In fact, uh, I'm the last member to get a balanced budget amendment to the U.S. House floor. And 47 Republicans voted against it. And that's, that's part of the problem, not holding our own accountable sometimes. So um, how does the, and I've heard people argue that the Republicans need to quit playing defense uh, on this stuff and need to go on offense. Uh, do you agree with that? And uh, if so, what does offense look like? Well, I think you touched on it. First of all, yes, I agree with it. The second thing is make putting the votes out there and making the Republicans go on record. Now, it's a little challenging with Speaker Pelosi controlling all 19 committees because you don't get a chance to get this stuff even out of the committee, much less to the U.S. House floor. But Republican conservatives, if you're going to run on that, and that's part of your campaign slogan to raise money to get people to vote for you, that doesn't mean that it's just hyperbole. That means when you have to take the tough votes, that you do stand the ground. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm not opposed to funding the military and some of the things that we need to do, but I'm a fiscal hawk. I don't run from it. I've taken it on the chin a few times when I voted against bills that weren't paid for, even by my own Republican Party. But I think it's very important that, that we do have that accountability. I think it's the only way that we're going to fix it long-term, Pete. Yeah. Uh, real quick, what do you think of Merrick Garland's uh, threat to local folks at school board meetings? Well, I, 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 I can't believe they're saying some of this stuff out loud. That's what changed the six years that I've served in the U.S. House. The left most of the time did their dealing in back rooms under the table. Now, because they feel like they have such wokeness across the landscape, including corporation, the classroom, everywhere else, they now have changed that to put it in your face and dare us to stop them. So one of the things that I am finding hope about pushing back some of the stuff that, that the DOJ is is suggesting, or the IRS with the Biden administration, is there are people, as I'm traveling the nine hours across this state, that are getting involved, they're going through this awakening process, 
that have never been involved in the political arena. They don't feel like they have a choice. And I believe we must have everybody involved to push back against this tidal wave of leftist corruption. See, now I think there's an opportunity here. If we can entice like Black Lives Matter or Antifa to protest at the school board meetings, then maybe the DOJ takes an interest in them. Well, yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. Change changes their horse and stream real quick. It's it, 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 it certainly hypocrisy, and and I think that's why you have to have some truth tellers pointing this stuff out. Yeah, uh, Mark Walker, appreciate your time. Safe travels to you. And if you want more information on the event with Coach Tony Dungy, it's at WalkerForNC.com. That's the number four. WalkerForNC.com. Thanks so much. Uh, safe Thanks, travels. Man.